Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, my name is Sarah and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast. Alongside me, just like every single week, is manager Jacob. We're kicking things off with what are you eating or drinking? Okay, week? I haven't actually eaten it and I haven't drank it. Okay, uh, so it why could are be you a li- talking it could about be it? a little bit of both because I've had it on my mind for the last, oh, probably month and I haven't done it. Uh, I need to eat chili like... I hate chili. Oh, it's a bad Sarah, day. every time I bring something up, all of a sudden you're just like, you know what, I don't like that. I mean, I'm a pretty picky, a relatively picky eater. What so. is it about chili? The beans? Maybe. No, I don't like the chunks of tomato. Mm. I'm not a big tomato if you're girl. Not a chunks, so like, if you're not looking for the chunks. If you hate if you're not into the chunks of food, you, chili is like probably it's the worst chunky. thing that could you, you Like could my ever, friend Nico used to make chili for Friendsgiving every year, but then chowder? he kept noticing no one would eat it. I'll eat chowder. Mm. But okay. that's like of my people. Chowder is my people. An East Coast thing? I have to. Okay. It's different. So <laughs> well, you, I'm, where I'm, are you getting chili from? Well, I'm going to go make it? it. So I'm going to go pick you up the supplies it. after this recording to make some chili. It's probably going to, we're recording this a little bit later. It's probably dinner time right now. So I'm going to be eating like a probably 11 p.m. chili. At the time oh my it's God. Do you make enough, enough that you have it for a few days? That's the best thing about chili, you know, put it in the freezer, wow. keep it in the fridge, eat it tomorrow. Does Haley like chili? This is why I don't eat it. Because she hates it. Okay, well. You and Haley should hang out and have a chili Haley and I should hang out. She's got good taste. What about you? What are you eating and drinking? I've been eating shared small plates. So I just got back from Montreal. Okay. And I always eat really good when I'm in Montreal. But specifically, they love sharing food. Like small plates. And like seems like every restaurant I went to, that was the vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the first night I was there, I had uh, Indian food, which is all like shareable, which was so yummy. Then the next night, it was this place called Stem Bar, which like we tried to Google what type of restaurant it was. And it just said modern, fresh cuisine. So whatever. Okay. It's just like food. Generic. But it was really good. And it was all shareables. And then 
The next night I went to a Lebanese restaurant, which was all shareable. And how many of you were there? Four, two, three. And then the last day was brunch. We went to dim sum. And there was oh, like smart. six of us. So... I ate different cuisines and different shareable cuisine every single day I was in Montreal and it was amazing. I would recommend any of the spots. So go watch my vlogs if you want. I do love the small plates, especially sharing if you have more. Two two people sometimes can be hard, admittedly, because then you end up ordering so many different things. And you don't know how to do it. Yeah, Kate and I did two orders because we didn't want to overdo it. And then the worst is if it's just two of you and you order something that one of you doesn't like and then you've got to be the champion that eats it all. Really? No, you just like be honest with people and tell them that you don't like the food. That's what I do. That's why I react like that way to chili. But if you want something so bad and they just want a bite of it. I did that mm. once with escargot toast. You liked it or they wanted I it? I liked it, yeah. And then I ate this whole rich snail toast. Interesting. <laughs> uh, what about what you are reading or watching this week? Hopefully by the time this goes out, I'm reading all the books that I got for Christmas because I'm impossible to buy for. And the only thing that I asked for was books. I sent everybody in my life books, all these series. I'm going to start Thorn of Glass, which is the oh, series yeah, yeah. that's written by the same author as A Court of Thorns and Roses, and it kind of lives in the same universe. So I'm looking forward to all of the array of books, hopefully. And then if I didn't get all the books I want for Christmas, then I will just buy them all on Boxing Day. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to start yet, but the stack of books I'm hoping to have in my apartment. Oh, that's a good one. And especially yeah. in the week off in between Christmas and New oh, Year's, I've, which I we are in the direct middle of exactly. right now. If I don't get like five books done, in that week waste of the end it's of the year it's a good time to opinion. curl up on the couch and read a book what maybe I'll you? read a book <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll finish one of the like, 10 that you have started what about you what are you reading or watching okay for me this week it's watching more Christmas movies no a couple okay. episodes ago it's after Christmas Christmas movies are done for me I'm, I'm reading you're a hard I'm, out I'm, on the 25th but I'm you start like on, October 31st I'm, I'm hard out on Christmas movies on the 24th the 25th then I'll start it'll be like Harry Potter Lord Got of the it. Rings that kind okay, of stuff okay sorry I did not mean to uh, but no I went all the way back to what you had recommended the Netflix movie May December <gasps> you watched, watched it, it. yeah and I think? watched it's- it okay I was so thankful that we just talked about this in the podcast and I had not really heard about it at all yeah because I went into it knowing absolutely nothing not even knowing that it was kind of based on a true story yeah I didn't give you any context for it and it was listen it was it was good I liked it, it a was lot good. the it performances makes you sit in it though amazing but yeah it was uncomfortable uncomfortable is the best it way is to describe uncomfortable it. like two hours plus yeah, of just yeah, being it's like a lot. oh not this but amazing performances in I guess in, it, it's kind of a t- story that's told in an interesting way yeah right? it's, like, diff- it it's like kind feel... of meta the way that it's like about an actor that's coming to cover yeah like do research for a movie that she's going to be in but then the movie itself so and that structure kind of helps like with the uncomfortableness for because sure. you don't really know what everyone's motives are until yeah. the movie kind of develops a little bit did you like the ending how it's kind of left like i nuanced I, I did and I didn't. I didn't because it made me more uncomfortable and there was no mm-hmm. like satisfying payoff where there was like, um, I guess, retribution or for like certain things yeah, or a solution. Sure. Yeah. But um, it's kind of like you understand why it's done that way. Yeah. And then when I only found out that it was kind of based on a true story after having finished it, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> well, this just is not something When you watch it knowing it's kind of based on a true story, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so anyway, that well, was... I'm so happy you watched it and took my recommendation. Now you need to watch Little Women because I've been talking about that forever. I know. I was thinking about that today. <laughs> You're like, oh, Sarah's going to bring Actually, it up when again. you mentioned that they go through two Christmases in the movie, I was like, maybe that's... I mean, it's a Christmas movie. Maybe I should check it out. Anyway. Anyways, uh, what are you listening to? Okay. Think later. Tate McRae's new album 
Which, are you about to do a PSA about how you are an OG Tate McRae fan? Because everybody's obsessed with her. I guess I have to do that. I have been obsessed with Tate McRae's music. Music. For ever i'm an og fan for sure yeah, because I think she's that been is, like a tiktok girly forever i think that i even way back on our like our pop singer uh draft i think i don't know what oh I'm yeah thinking. you did I think say I tate, took McRae. tate mcrae because i'm like if tate mcrae's not on my team i don't want a team at all i don't want to be in the league um so anyway think later it has banger after it has banger. bangers it's it a good is album. great start to finish it feels like there are a thousand songs on it it's a long album yeah and, and she just like dro- announced it and dropped it a month later. I love when that happens. I'm so yes. impatient. Yeah, exactly. And there are like uppers. There are downers. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the off the top of my head. Oh, Guilty Conscience. Oof. That's Guilty a good Conscience song. is the is is maybe my favorite. Uh, I've also been listening to Tate McRae's album, but also she's BFFs with Olivia Rodrigo. Did you know oh. that? They're a little duo. They're a little like Gen Z millennial. Guts not millennial. The They're a Gen Z duo. Uh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, anyways, so they're like BFFs, but I've listened to a lot of Olivia Rodrigo and Zach Bryan because those are my next two concerts that I'm going to that I know of. Okay. I go to a lot of last minute concerts, but my next two concerts that I have tickets to are both in March and they are Zach Bryan and Olivia Rodrigo. That would be a wild collab. That would be a wild collab. <laughs> you know what? She, it it could would, happen. It's not out of the realm of possibility because she covered a Noah Khan song. They're all in the same universe. I know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're kind of all like Gen Z music in my I'm brain, gonna, you know? Maybe, I'm going to feel old at Olivia Rodrigo, though. Like, I'm going to yes. feel it. Yes. Are you so, going to bring uh, do you know what's, bracelets? Uh, is that a thing they do at Olivia Rodrigo concerts, too? Probably. At all concerts, do they do that? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's just you. It's just me <laughs> bringing up bracelets. Anyways, I'm listening to the two of them. Um, okay, those are good ones. Yeah, they're Both good. great albums from this past year, too, or last year. Sarah, somewhere you went this week. Well, once we recorded this, I just got back from Montreal, Montreal. Uh, Montreal. I, yeah. I'm so sorry to all you French <laughs> listeners. Um, yeah, my French is horrendous. I tried to order in French multiple times, and I try, and my friends would laugh oh, at me. Anyways, the, the education system in Ontario failed me, and the French system failed me. All to say is, went to Montreal, had a great time. The weather was beautiful. It was sunny every single day, and I think it was because that's of rare me. for Montreal. I know. In like the early I think it was because time. of me. Apparently, the weather was trash <laughs> before I got there. Uh, anyways, I was there for work for the first part of the trip, so I was there for a work trip for the Olympic summit, which is really exciting because I got to talk to all these athletes, some athletes that are followers of the vlog, which was oh, really? really fun. Yeah, gave nice. me some street cred with my colleagues, which was really funny. And then I stayed to stay with Kate and Daniel. Um, and I love it staying with your friends when like they're a couple and you're staying and it's like, it's like you you're their like you're child. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Daniel would make me coffee and smoothies every day. And like Kate would organize the day and what we were doing for dinner. And I literally just like you show them around. your homework or something literally, like <laughs> that's what it felt like. And like, it was so, it was very wholesome. Oh, I had such fun. a fun time. It was really, it was a, a very good trip. It just like perfect right before Christmas, like kind mm-hmm. of like get my brain relaxed and chill the fuck out before it's about to be like a really crazy time of year. Okay, that's good. How that's about good. you? Where'd Somewhere you go? I went, okay. Uh, my sister, Emma, who we everyone Emma. knows Shout the out. origin story of me reaching out to Sarah. Emma put me on to Sarah. We uh, love Emma. Emma's in a choir here in Toronto <gasps> called the Annex Singers. And they had really? like a Christmas concert at, I'm going to blank on the name of the church, but it was big it was packed actually like that's, the audience wait, was that's out so there. cool i know and it was like this wholesome kind of moment it wasn't a full-on like it wasn't a christmas concert there was only one like christmas tune in the entire show everything yeah. else like they did this theme based on um 
kind of marginalized communities yeah. and all of the music was based on uh, kind of that theme and it was really really good like all of the the entire choir shut up Emma was that's fantastic. sick there was a there was an accordionist who was like oh, I love that. <laughs> came in and played authentic yeah grand piano it. full on organ I was sitting there being like wow okay this is pretty cool and then there was actually a fan at one point I thought I was tripping out because there was a fan that was kind of making the lights flicker and I was like, whoa, this is kind of like a little bit of an organ rave, yeah. choir rave happening <laughs> choir at the moment. Choir rave. Um, but it was really good. It was it was fantastic. And shout out, Emma. Shout out, Emma. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Uh, and what about something you did? Okay, Sierra, listen, Jacob. I think it was three years ago I got my Peloton bike probably to the exact day, December 27th. And did you finally use it? Is that what you did? Did you sell it? No, I didn't oh, sell it. Okay. I'm back on my Peloton grind oh, is what Peloton I'm doing. Grind. Yeah, I'm trying to keep my streaks alive. And you want to do a triathlon eventually, year. don't you? Is that part of like why you're back? Maybe. So we got the cottage and I'll yeah, uh, be you can swimming, start swimming then and then we'll be cycling. Yeah, but no, um, it's I maybe it's just historically over the last three years because I got the Peloton like uh, around Boxing Day that I'm like, you know what? Let's hop back on the horse and let's get this. Let's get this pony <laughs> riding. Is that a weird thing to say? Maybe I, I would know. love to know how many people have sold their Pelotons in the past year. Probably a lot. I also own Peloton stock mm. and lost like 96 <laughs> percent. So. Oh, my God. I was this close to buying one the pandemic. I almost gave in and I'm glad I didn't. You shouldn't. You know what? Yeah, that was like the founder. Did you see that article way back when the founder or ex? Well, the founder, but ex-CEO took, like, he starts his day by taking, like, 60 sips of water out of his hands from his bathroom sink. I should have known not to buy the stock when I read that. <laughs> when that was the person in charge. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Something you did this week. So, my company does not let us fly places that are a drivable distance or a distance in which you can take the train. Oh. So, I took the train from Montreal. Had you done that before? When I was... 13 years old I okay, went with my mother to see Lady trip. Gaga in concert in Montreal um, okay so the beginning of my train journey loved the leg room loved the free, I was in business class because you know business um, loved the free wine food tastes like airplane food I would have expected a little bit more because you know we're on the ground we're not flying there's like really no excuse did you do the route that stops in Ottawa or did you do the, the direct it was the more direct so like five one. hours it was only five hours okay. yeah so that one it stops in like cornwall and kingston and yeah stuff like that uh the first couple hours i did all my work it was amazing i'm listening to my music i'm like oh my god the train is amazing then some stuff happened on the train one i walked into a man on the, in the washroom by oh accident. no so that <laughs> derailed me i was like what is happening like he's i did Oh no. I open the door and he goes, he just yells. He goes, ah, the, the door wouldn't lock. I just slammed the door and then he like leaves. Whatever. Was he like in a vulnerable position? No, no, no. He was fine. He was okay, fine. Okay, I okay. think because the door couldn't lock, he couldn't really. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. And then whatever, he leaves. And then it turns out he's just an idiot because the door locked perfectly fine. So I don't know what he was doing. So that just <laughs> threw me for a loop. That's about the halfway point. Once I had about, because it's five hour ride, once I had about 90 minutes left in the train ride, I really started to feel the me sitting there being like, if I had a flown, I'd already be in my bed by now. You know what I mean? I get that. And I know people go, well, you get to the airport two hours ahead. No, you don't. It's a domestic flight and I have Nexus. Especially so, if you're flying Billy Bishop. And if I'm flying island. Billy Bishop to the, I, I would, I walk home in five minutes so look I, li I liked my train experience I had a good experience it was on time which everyone was shocked by so I had a great via rail experience but if but I go back and forth to Montreal in the future and it's on my own like fly. For, I will fly what about what about getting what time did you get home oh 10 p.m okay what about getting off the train 10 p.m your bags with you 
you walk into Union Station. It was like, it, it's fine. I but romanticized it was empty. the train. <laughs> no, okay, that's what a lot of people do because everyone's like, I love it's the train. It's easier, you know what? I feel like if it had been snowing a soft little flurry or something, be, you would have been like, this also, is amazing. Maybe if it was like during the day. So my colleagues that took, the tra- I drove to Montreal. My colleagues that took the train to Montreal all had hyped it up and a had a great a- time. They all chatted. They got work done. I think I could vibe with that train experience. But on the way home, I just, I drank a little bit too much wine and then I was sitting there sad that I wasn't in bed. Okay, you got to time the wine a little bit better. A little bit better. That's, that was a rookie mistake. Our next guest and I have been following each other on TikTok for three, maybe even four years at this point, because it's like 2024, basically. And this is our first time finally meeting. So please welcome Caitlin to the pod. How are you? It's so nice to finally meet you in person. I feel like we've like watched each other's lives and chatted forever. I know. It's crazy. I think <laughs> you were probably one of the first five people I followed on TikTok. First oh, five? Wow. I'm pretty sure. You were like, wow, definitely first 10. I'm honored. So you were That's one of the very first people before I even started posting content. <gasps> Oh my God. So we're going to dive all into that. So like, cause that's what I was curious about. Like what came first? I think most people wouldn't realize what, what came first, the coffee or the content, but for you, it was the coffee that came first, right? Yeah. Coffee started in October, 2019. So what made you start your brand and tell us all about it? Yeah. So my dad actually, yeah, he's the goat, Papa Street Brew. Yeah. He's in some content. He's even got a following of his own now. I love so, that. I love uh, that. He always says he's the famous one. So <laughs> <laughs> it's always great when people come and they like know who he is. So that's yeah. fun. Yeah. But he started roasting coffee just as a hobby he got bored when he retired so he's like I'm gonna have some fun and learn how to make good coffee and he and I could always like talked about starting a coffee company but it was like a pipe dream kind of thing mm-hmm. um Kate I went to school in Virginia so I was down in the U.S. for four years and when I came home it was just before the pandemic mm-hmm. but it was like hard to start finding a job like yeah, there was course. already not a lot of yeah. jobs out there so I got rejected from what I thought was like my dream job at the time I used to be a pastor. It was a a very big pastoring job. Um, And my dad was like, all right, let's give this coffee thing a go. I was like, I don't know. I was like really hesitant about it. But I was like, you know, I'm in my 20s. I'm not always going to have the opportunity to build a company with my dad and give this dream a go. So I was like, all right, if this fails, I can get another job when I'm older. So let's give it a go now. And uh, yeah, the rest has been history. So then where did the content brew? <laughs> out of? Uh, so like when was like, cause you just said like you, you were on the platform before. So was it like TikTok as a platform really like inspired you to start making content and what, like what really gave you the push to start doing it? Yeah. So it was all the pandemic. Yeah, um, so <laughs> I started, I actually started posting content probably like late 2020, but my whole goal was going viral. Like I was, I'd seen all these videos from people, all these small businesses that were like, I blew up on TikTok and made millions of dollars. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to do that Yeah, for your business. It's going to be great. Well, you probably have to like, especially when you're selling coffee, you kind of have to get that in front of people and have them taste it and whatnot. But then also like, where do you find the consumer if we're in the middle of a pandemic at the same time, right? So you got to get creative with the marketing. Is that kind of how it all kicked off? Well, so we did in-person events. So we did the CNE, the Markham Fair, all that kind of stuff, right up until the world shut down. Mm -hmm. Right. So in 2021, we lost 55 events. 
that we were scheduled to do. So overnight, we lost 99.9% of our customers because we couldn't meet them in person. So uh, one of my friends sent me another Coffee Influencers video and was like, you should post videos like this. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of our current customers were looking for like coffee tutorials and tips on brewing better coffee at home. And I was like, okay, I think I I can offer some tips and some advice here. And yeah, then I switched from trying to go viral to teaching people how to make coffee. And it's where I found my home on TikTok. And it's like, I love that you pointed that out because like, I think the biggest misconception is like the going viral. Whereas like actually as a business, the better idea is to like build a community, which is 100%. like what you've done now, because now you have people that like will go out of their way because they know that you're at this pop up or something because it's the community as opposed to just like a viral video feels great at the moment. You have millions of views or whatever, but then it's like no one actually knows who you are. They don't know who Caitlin is and why that you're like. Why and if you're this. offering them something, like if you're offering them tips of how to get better at brewing coffee themselves, it's something that they can come back to and yeah. you know mm-hmm. continually experience the brand as opposed to going viral, which is like okay, you saw something, millions of people saw something, but there was no value there for them, right? You also do lives. Right. That's we were just like, talking that's about this favorite before. thing that you do. It's yeah, so, I love it. <laughs> well, because like that's how like I started following you because like in the evenings or like in the mornings when you were like doing your lives, like you can just like set up the phone and like you're just talking about coffee. You're giving people advice on like if they want to like brew something or like I just found it so like educational, but also just like relaxing. It's like you're just watching like or like listening to a podcast. It feels like the same thing in the background. Is that where you've like found the most community building has been through the live? That's been huge. Yeah, doing live streams um, during the pandemic. I did two lives a day, so I go live oh. every morning morning wow. and every night just going hardcore on lives and that was like the peak growth of tiktok so yeah. you'd go live and you'd gain thousands of followers yeah yeah uh, the beauty of tiktok live streams so yeah. that was amazing then we started doing lives from our coffee pop-ups i don't know if you've seen those yes, yeah, yeah. and oh our best God, one yeah. we had like five hundred thousand people tuning wow. in and it's like damn that's a lot of and people. it's like two birds on stone they're just like you're just you're doing the pop-up anyways yeah, you just, just serving customers there We'd have people literally find us on the live, get in their car and drive two hours to the pop-up. Okay, this is something that I wanted to talk to you about too because there is a difference and maybe I think maybe you're selling yourself a little bit short though at the same time because it's not just, you know, people are interested in watching someone serve coffee. Like anyone can probably make a cup of coffee and serve it to someone. But you also have such an infectious personality when it comes to positivity and building the community. But then... Yeah, like you said, there are people that will come from hours away to come and just meet you, basically. It's right? crazy. So it blows how, does, my that, mind. does that happen often? Yeah, so this past year, we had people from Germany come to a pop up. Wow. People from the UK come to pop ups, all over the US driving up for pop ups. Our last pop up uh, last week, we had someone drive two and a half hours. Oh, to wow. come get a coffee so like weekly there's just people coming from all over the world which is it blows my mind so now we have a thing if you come from like out of country we give you free coffee to go back with like a free bag of coffee <gasps> just a I little incentivization so okay, i find it so fascinating that you were saying like the, your what you thought was your dream job was like being a pastor at this so would you not like say that maybe you've actually created like your own sense of like community like through this coffee culture because I feel like that's a lot of pair I would assume a lot of parallels like at its core you're still creating community engaging with the public public service you could say and also like making people happy and giving them like hope and stuff like are those all parallels that you find every day in like your new dream job yeah 100 percent um so I wanted to go into ministry that's what I went to school for I worked in ministry for four years 
long before this, but coffee is my ministry now. And like, I kind of say every day, my goal is to make someone smile. I want to just wake up. I want to spread good vibes, put smiles on people's faces. And I'm able to do that through coffee. So just spreading joy. The I'm putting my heart and soul in every single cup that I make. Like every single person that comes to my coffee trailer, I want them to leave with a positive experience. And that just, it builds that community and it makes people feel special. Like I, even when the lines are long, I take that time. If someone wants to take a selfie or they want to share a story with me, like I do my very best to make sure every person has a special interaction and leaves feeling uh, known and seen. So yeah, coffee is my ministry. Well, you also that. have a bit of a catchphrase too, right? Because every, every, not just everyone leaves with a smile, but they also leave, like, they're greeted with my friends too, right? Like yep. what's the story behind that? Everybody asks, and I don't know. Ironically, <laughs> I do not know. That's like me saying, hey, my name is Sarah. Everyone asks why I did it, and I go, I don't know. I needed to introduce myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, I posted uh, my first pop-up vlog probably September of last year, um, and I didn't even know that I was saying it. And then in the comments of that vlog, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, like, that is so cool. I love how you call everyone my friend. So, oh, yeah, I guess I just it was just like natural. Oh, yeah. so but that makes it even better because then it's like bred out of like just pure authenticity. Like you were doing it yeah. anyways, regardless of if the camera was there or not, if you didn't even realize. Um, I, so as we mentioned at the beginning, of the, I almost call this the beginning of the vlog. As we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we've been following each other for a long time. But you've really had like exponential growth in your community building, I would say, in the last year. What do you think was the difference maker in this past year? And when did you notice that it was it something hit different? I think honestly the coffee trailer um, yeah being able to launch that so we launched didn't launch the coffee trailer this was our second full year with it yeah so just having a place where people could come meet us every week mm -hmm. uh, has been a game changer because it's it's you know we get the same customers week after week after week uh, which is amazing so I think that and so much of social media is being authentic and bringing people in. So the live streams on the coffee trailer, uh, just making people feel like they're a part of your journey. And I think kind of even going back to what Jacob was saying, um, I discovered, I guess, how much of an impact I was able to have on people mm -hmm. and how being positive like was literally changing people's lives in, in a weird way. And I kind of leaned into that strength, if that makes sense. Yeah. I kind of, I guess, found my voice and who I was and what I wanted to do with my content. So uh, it's just been a real shift of bringing people in and trying to make people feel happy and stuff like that for my content. Have you had like a pinch me moment in the past year? Ooh. Um, the TikTok pop-up. So we did a coffee pop-up yeah, at TikTok's that. head yes. office. That's really cool. And that was amazing. Um, that was like, frick yeah. Started making TikToks in 2021 in my mm -hmm. kitchen. And now we're here at the TikTok Canada head office. Want to get to the TikTok New York office. That's, yeah. That's a goal. I bet you they have some nice TikTok coffee machines listening. at the TikTok yeah. New York office too. <laughs> New York offices are always that like elaborate. Right? Yeah, but <laughs> I, like also feel, I also feel like you maybe have the nicer machines, nicer right? machines than everyone else as well. <laughs> Have, like some auto drip machine or something. <laughs> yeah. I got them. Oh, I got God. the best. Not an auto drip machine. <laughs> with espresso. Like some pod machine. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually. I don't ask for a lot of things for Christmas. The one thing I asked for was like a proper coffee machine. Let's go. I don't know where Are I'm going to. Are we talking put. like an espresso machine? Like a proper espresso machine. No, he he did say espresso. It sounded like oh, espresso. Yeah, 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 yeah. Proper like Ooh. espresso machine. Where I got to do like the milk thing, Let's and I go. got. The, I, you might have to come over to teach me how to use I'm it. There. If I get I'm it. there. Or it's like gonna be my Black Friday, not Black Friday. We are on Boxing, boxing day. day. I could. Right. It'll be my Boxing Day purchase. So Let's I'll go. definitely send you a message. I, New I, era of the vlog. Yeah. I'm me here for this. Look, 
I don't know that's gonna go though guys <laughs> I've, I've tried eras where I learn how to cook or learn how to make cookies and they last one <laughs> okay this is actually a question that I did have for you as someone who loves coffee but also you maybe have a proper machine this is a sidebar well we'll get to it okay uh, oh, this question, is maybe probably. also good for you then Sarah too because it's like okay for someone who really enjoys drinking coffee drinking good coffee but maybe is intimidated by like you know, buying a $15,000 good espresso machine setup. What is like one easy tip for someone to go mm, from going question. to like a grab and go style restaurant and getting their morning coffee to maybe doing it at home? Like what's one or two things that they could add to the routine to make a good cup of coffee at home? So everyone wants to do espresso because that's the fun part, but that is unfortunately the most expensive part of coffee. Mm -hmm. So if you don't go the espresso route and get yourself an AeroPress for like 40 bucks and then get a grinder to go with it and you're set. So you can get a $100 coffee setup with okay, AeroPress and a hand press. grinder. Okay, can you explain what an AeroPress is for yeah. people that are dumb like me that don't know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, <shall> my AeroPress? <laughs> well, now that you had. Uh, that would be such an ASMR experience yeah, for if we did a cool. full coffee grinding. Like We'll have to do that next time for the people that are listening. Okay, so what is an AeroPress? Yes, an AeroPress is like a three-in-one brewer, and you can actually make faux espresso with it actually okay um and it's like maybe that tall so it's not very big it's very portable people bring it camping and traveling with them i've brewed coffee with an aeropress on an airplane before fun fact Whoa. uh that video was very controversial but uh, <laughs> oh my god at least you weren't that guy that made shrimp on an airplane oh, did you see that no <laughs> oh my god there's Damn. this guy that made shrimp in the bathroom uh, of an airplane leave the, leave the shrimp at at uh, on, coffee on that's land. a bit mine yeah. they have coffee on airplanes if it's already on the airplane who cares but this guy made like shrimp and rice in a bag in the bathroom like you put it in the sink of the airplane and everyone's like put them on the no fly list right (laughs) okay damn shrimp i know if i'm if i'm doing pour over every Mm -hmm. morning should i go would you say go aeropress i'd stick with your pour over okay i love pour overs i love but back to your question the sorry (laughs) the two most important things are good coffee and a good grinder so okay. as long as you have those two things, you can make great coffee. So like I, like this is, I get embarrassed, like just last night I did it, I get sent all this, like, and you know, and like prayer packages and stuff, like people send you really nice coffee beans from like local coffee shops, all these places. But I don't, I don't have a coffee grinder and I don't have a machine that allows me to do that. And I only learned how to use a French press this past year because at my cottage, I had no other option. That's how I made coffee. So I like, but I don't have, a, like I have to buy pre-ground thing. You know what I mean? So that's like, I feel like <laughs> I'm so far behind. Gotta get a grinder. I'm so far behind. Got that Amazon. I know. I feel like well, I'm like I have no space in my counter. What are we gonna do? Something's gonna have to go if I get a co- nice coffee machine. Okay, so like if someone, okay, then other than if you were to recommend, like if I'm moving into a new apartment and I go fresh start, I get to buy whatever machine I want, and I want like good quality coffee. I'm like rivaling like the really good coffee. I'm rivaling your your coffee Ooh, okay what am i getting what's the setup well for at home probably a breville breville barista express mm. mm-hmm. it's a solid option you got that built-in grinder eventually you want to upgrade that grinder but for now yeah to start off you're good um express. and it's under a grand so you're not breaking the bank yeah, there that's true. um or there's the pro consumer levels you can get like a rocket it's about 1500 but just depends on how much you're going to s- spend i mean commercial machines are like five grand you know what that seems like a lot of money but then in the back of my head it's like if you're going and spending like over ten dollars a day okay anyway any espresso based drinks any espresso based drinks have gotten so expensive it's insane (laughs) it's insane like i and then and then i like then when you add in the tip and stuff like you're it's Sometimes I leave like an aroma and I've spent $11 on a coffee and I go, how have I done that? Like, what just happened? Did I black out? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what's your current coffee order? Uh, ice vanilla latte. I'm, I'm a big ice vanilla Ooh, latte fan. Okay. I'm very basic, but I'm also very picky about my coffee. So if I'm not making it, then it's yeah, going to be an I ice vanilla latte. Yeah. Okay, so then, like, obviously, like, if you are doing a pop-up, we want to go to your pop-up. But, like, where would you, like, where are some coffee shops that do it well, that do it to the Caitlin standard? <laughs> Let's go. Um, my favorite coffee shop in the city is probably Found Coffee. So there's one on College, and there's one in uh, Trinity Bellwoods, I believe. Found Coffee. Okay. Uh, it's an Australian coffee shop. So the owner's from okay. Australia, lives here now. Uh, so they bring in a lot of Australian coffee, and it's super good. Uh, the library is pretty good. I think they have three locations but i could not tell you where i've never been either but those are two of my favorites okay you have become did you know much about coffee before jumping into the business honestly no i never worked in coffee i tried to get hired at starbucks they wouldn't hire me so i just started my own company it's fine well (laughs) don't need them started my own company but no i went in like completely green wow and now you're a a huge expert it feels like you're speaking a different language (laughs) and i'm like no but like when you were talking about like like coffee is culture right like coffee is like we romanticize coffee I've had conversations with like friends about this how it's like like it's not even the act of like getting caffeine in my system it's like I romanticize the act of just drinking a coffee with people whether it's like with someone or like the type of coffee you know what yeah, I mean like it's, so it's funny. just I mean people go on coffee first dates often exactly. is like a coffee date right? and it's like the coffee is such such an embedded part of culture and so that's what I think it's so cool that when you're able to like create a whole business that's like you're like adding to culture, which is like a really cool way to look at it. Do you think like what would be like the next step for you then? Like do you think like after like you want like to have like a what's it called? Brick and mortar? A brick and mortar eventually where you'd want to have like full coffee shops? Is that like another step for you maybe? I mean that's definitely uh, it was our our big goal when we started. Mm-hmm. Um we love the whole being mobile right now, we can go anywhere. We're not tied down. Um, yeah, love honestly, I'd love to be just a traveling barista. I just <gasps> want to go make coffee all over the place. That's I've been cool. lucky. Like some of the companies I work with, I get, I've been able to travel a little bit, but I just love to travel all over the place. Uh, big goal is a U.S. pop-up, and we have our first U.S. pop-up coming in 2024. So I'm <gasps> so excited about that. Are you allowed to share where it is yet, or is it not? It's going to be in North Carolina. But oh, that's exciting. Yes, so I'm so, so excited now, about that. Have you noticed that more people are gonna are reaching out to you to like start doing pop-ups now that like yeah now that the world's open and the success of them so far yeah yeah it's been fun i'm hoping for a lot more u.s reach outs so we can do u.s tour um but yeah we get lots of requests here in toronto so for 2024 i know you said when you were first starting the business then the pandemic happened you had to cancel what was it like 55 oh my god spots for this upcoming year then how many do you think you'll have on the calendar I wouldn't be surprised if we do 70 pop-ups this year. We did 34 last year, and I'm hoping to at least double that. Wow. Oh, my God, 70. So you're doing more than one a week, right? So Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Our first one right now uh, is January 10th. No, sorry, February 10th. Okay, and we have a ton of listeners here in Toronto as well. So for anyone who's local, where can they typically find you? So every Sunday from May to October, we're at Greenwood Park here in Toronto. That's okay. the only one that's locked in right now. That's close-ish in. to where the studio is Is that here, an East so End? It's an East End yeah. activate. We're big East End. <laughs> well, and by we, I mean Jacob doesn't shut up about the East End. Um, I love go. the East End. The studio's the East End. We love the East End. And we'll have to go to like have some good coffee. Some it's good a big s- farmer's market. It's a total Ooh, vibe. Really? It's There's a vibe. best waffles there. Oh. Oh, so if you want to romanticize your life, flowers, waffles. Oh, look at what a saleswoman! I love it. What more could you want? I love it. Would you ever like? We were talking a little bit actually. 
that was another episode sorry uh we've talked in the past about like expanding into like product and how like creators do that and stuff like do you think like that's something you'd ever be interested in doing too now that you know so i just feel like you know so much so it's like like i would buy if you made a caitlin's coffee kit and it was just like all of your favorite things that were like and I could ensure that I could make an iced vanilla latte as good as you do. Like I would purchase that as a consumer of your, like of your content. So like, is that ever something that you've thought about? Not yet, honestly. Like we've tried doing some merch and stuff like that, but it, it's been, you know, we were merch talking- is hard. Cause I did see what, it was a recent ish video. I think that maybe you posted mm-hmm. where it was the, Oh God, I'm going to, blank on the brand's name but it was like a custom kettle that was yes brewista brewista with my friend on it too i was like mm, that would be an interesting yeah <laughs> and they were asking me they're like how many should we make and i was like i don't know how <laughs> one it's expensive it's yeah. like 170 dollar kettle so oh, i'm like true. you know that price point's up there for people so i was like don't make a ton so they just gifted me like five. Oh, that's so cool though but i do think though it's like it's when you've created a community the way you have and when you're authentic the way that you have it's like people trust your opinion more than ever so i think it's like it's like if you were saying like this is the coffee machine that's worth it and it's got my seal of approval then it's like then i'd be more willing to than any research i can do on my own right you know what i mean do you get that call, do you get questions a lot about like at home setups and stuff when it's yeah when you're like at the spot my dms are filled with coffee advice how to make coffee. what equipment can i buy so i did way back i did like 500 dollar coffee setup thousand dollar coffee setups oh, I all love that kind that. of fun stuff I love that you're not um, pretentious about it too because I feel like most coffee bros are very pretentious. Do you find that's like weird in that space? That was the big thing and why I was actually afraid to start making content because I'm like, I'm not aesthetic. Like I make a mess when I make coffee. Yeah, but I don't like everyone really care. does. But like all these like perfect Instagrams, it's like, you know, aesthetic and like the most <laughs> expensive setups and some some jazz music playing in the background. Yeah, background. right? <laughs> it's like perfect ASMR and I'm like, I got the TV in the background when I'm making coffee. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not dead quiet and like, I'm very blessed with my setup now, but like when I first started, I didn't have a $3,000 espresso machine or anything like that, that a lot of the coffee bros have. So that was my focus when I started making content. I want to make coffee fun and accessible to anybody. So you don't have to have the fanciest equipment or the most aesthetic kitchen. Just can make good coffee if you have good coffee. Do you think people relate to that though? Because I think that probably most people will have the TV on in the background when they're making their morning coffee or something too, right? Absolutely. And most people aren't buying, you know, $3,000 espresso machines. So definitely. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
so you're doing pop-ups and in-person events and I've done a couple before and when you have an audience you're meeting people in real life and everything that all comes together in person is one of the most rewarding things and it's amazing but I also understand how exhausting it can be because uh, the mental capacity to be your on self the whole time can be tough and you're doing that well you just said probably 70 times this coming year what is that like like are you are you just like mentally exhausted like nobody talked to me at the end of a day serving coffee yeah absolutely sunday evenings i'm absolutely dead definitely take a nap after pop-ups and we try to make mondays our day off not always very successful at that i work-life balance is hard when you work with your family Mm because anytime you're together you just want to talk about work um but yeah we try to make mondays our day off but uh by the end of pop-up season like we only did only did 34 this year pop-ups Still insane. and we were we were absolutely like we're like we do not want to do another pop-up like we're getting emails they're like oh we want to come here we want to come here and we're like absolutely not yeah. we are taking the year off the rest of the year off yeah. and we mentioned just a second ago to off camera but talking about the kind of you know when you have it's a good problem to have when you have you know, customers still trying to line up as things are winding down right for the day and it's tough especially as a business owner to you know draw the boundary i guess of okay it's time to rest let's pack Mm -hmm. this up and wanting to you know make sure that everyone like you said earlier leaves with a smile on their face got the product you got to you know have an interaction with them is that is it tough to to draw the boundary sometimes definitely can be especially at like pop-ups uh we hired our first employee this year so that was awesome and she's awesome she's a really hard worker and she'll be like can I go home now like are we done I'm like "Eh, there's still some more people I'm sorry like (laughs) five more drinks we're almost there so it's hard from that perspective or my dad will be packing up certain parts of the 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 trailer and like there's literally people so at Greenwood Park it's a giant field and there's people literally like running across the field and it's like oh okay we gotta gotta stay open so it can be hard to to balance that but is it tough too because you have like you have a, a, a big audience online with a lot of people that probably spend time on your lives and you know you feel like you kind of know each other back and forth you definitely don't want to disappoint people in that sense Bad too, too. Right? and then <laughs> someone goes online and tries to bash you right you mm-hmm. thankfully that's never happened knock on wood oh, but um yeah it's hard having that social following as well you want to make sure you're always on point and where do you put the balance then between, you know, in-person pop-ups, building the brand in terms of the logistics of like getting orders out and that kind of stuff with, I guess, the content side of things and how much time you mm-hmm. put into producing videos to go out and promote. Well, especially because it's your- like two businesses in one now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is the toughest part because it is two full-time jobs. There's the content, working for brands, and then running my own business. Um, and it's a lot. So kind of what I, I kind of carp not even to try that word mm-hmm. but i try to uh, decide was that like pop-up season is mainly focused on pop-up season mm-hmm. and that's just going to be a sprint for that and now it's not pop-up season so i can put more effort into content and more of my time and focus there so pop-up season pop-ups come first like saturdays mm-hmm. is all day prep for sunday pop-ups and all that kind of stuff so i try to decide divide it between pop-up season versus content season when okay so like I can relate to like the two full-time jobs thing because it can be a lot. Uh, So if you have like a day off, what are you doing? After you've made yourself your morning coffee, which is hilarious that your job is also like something that like most people take as like a little relaxing thing. (laughs) But you get a self-care day to yourself. You don't have anything to do. You don't have to talk work. What are you doing? How are you spending your day? Probably going shopping with my mom. That's oh, probably that. it. My mom's like my best friend. Absolutely love her. Um, so if I need to like de-stress or if I'm going crazy, I'm like, all right, mom, we're we're going for lunch and we're going shopping. And are we getting sneakers? Hundred percent. Hundred percent getting sneakers. Because you're also you're, you're a sneakerhead, yeah. Yes, sir. 
I'm always jealous of the collection when I see it in the background or you're showing it off too. Cause I'm like, I don't have a, a big collection at all. I've almost nothing, but I'm like, I but would you're, love you're to a get, sneaker appreci- I am, you I, appreciate yes, I'm a big fair, appreciator of sneakers too, but it's also tough because I feel like you're an expert in that side of things as well. Maybe we'll ask for another tip because we asked KJ, right? Yeah. Who's also a big sneakerhead who's on the podcast, but like one entry level shoe, is that too hard to ask? Ooh, one entry level shoe. Something Honestly, the Vimeros. Set you apart a little, uh, the Vimeros. Yeah, it's what I'm rocking right now. I'm rocking the Vimeros okay, right now. Yeah. Um, it was raining, so I had to yeah. select my shoes wisely. <laughs> what yes. do you rock on a pop-up day? Like, do you go for style or comfort? Comfort on pop-up days. I've been rocking these Vimeros. Yeah. That's why they're wrecked right now. They're covered <laughs> in coffee. Um, so yeah, Vimeros are super comfy. They stand out a little bit, so. Do you have um, they're any not like crazy expensive sneakers that are like of your brand colors like that purple? I don't. That's the custom the next dunks thing. Or custom. I got a pair of purple court dunks that are sweet, Ooh. and I want to find someone to like write street brew on them. That's yeah. something I want to do. I actually know of a couple like really cool artists that do like I've had custom Ooh. denim and stuff, and you could like they do um, like workshops with like. Um, like Air Force Ones and stuff, and they Ooh. do like painting and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It's really cool. About. So I think like even like something like that would be really cool if you did like a full custom fit for your pop up days. I'll connect you. That'd be really cool. That'd be I love that. So for our audience who doesn't know who you are, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? And where's the next pop up that they can find you at? Uh, you can follow me on TikTok cc dot campbell. Uh, my Instagram is cc underscore unsilenced. Uh, also on YouTube, just under my full name, Caitlin Campbell. Uh, next pop-up is going to be February 10th in Toronto, but I can't tell you guys where it is yet. Well, we'll repost it once. Sorry, guys. Like, that's exciting. You just have to follow <laughs> if you want to go to the pop-up. February 10th, I'll come to that one. Yes, it's going to be in Toronto. It's going to be really fun with a really cool brand. Oh, I maybe, love that. And maybe, will there be an AeroPress on site that we can show Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> there will be, and I think we're giving away one of my custom kettles. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my God, now I have to show up. A little, and then little I can fun. I mean, coming Amazing. into the truck, like, sorry, everyone. I, <laughs> I need to learn how to make coffee. Sarah's hired for the day. Oh, this is <laughs> Your third job. I would do that a sick. million percent for you at a pop-up. That would be so... The only coffee Let's I used go. to make was when I worked at a Best Western and made bad drip coffee for the masses for, like, the Rotary Club of Coburg. Let's step it up a little bit. I would... You're hired. Hired. Oh, my God. Wait. No, I'm so Be the perfect excited. vlog. I, okay, well, I have a little pour-over experience. Can I at least, like, put some beans through a grinder talking Deal. fast Deal. brewing fast Honestly. i'm in i'm into it we could do it oh my god thank you so much for being on the podcast today i'm so happy we could finally make this happen to meet in person i can't wait to go to all your pop-ups and to apparently make coffee yes in the trailer it's happening we said it on the airways it's so coming it's happening it's thank you now. so much to everyone that listens to our podcast every single week make sure you like comment subscribe leave us five star reviews no negativity here we're here every single wednesday <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.